Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What is up, Dolphins? Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest greatest football team. They take the ball from goal to goal, and now they're in the playoffs. The Miami Dolphins Podcast Network is here. OJ McDuffie, Seth Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield, and there will be another week on the Miami Dolphins fifth quarter postgame show here. Juice, the Dolphins, pending this Bills and Patriots game that looks like it's about to go final, are headed back to the playoffs. Did How's you say feel? playoffs? Playoffs. You said feels not pretty like good to me. Either. You said playoffs. Say it again, Travis. Playoffs. You know what the, the best thing about it is? It doesn't matter how we get into the playoffs, It doesn't man. matter. Just get into the playoffs, man, no matter what. All the scenarios, everything that had to happen – you know what I mean? And for us to go out there and win, I don't care. 11 to 6, I don't give a you right. know what about how we got this win. Just win, baby. This is NFL. It's not college football where, you know, you get cool points. There's no cool points in the NFL. Just win and get in. And then, of course, Buffalo taking care of New England. Bro, this is a, this is a great day for us as Dolphins, no matter what. You know, third-string quarterback, a lot of guys throw out a lineup. Sure, every other team has issues. But for these guys to go out there and stop the bleeding, stop the bleeding and get a win, it, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling, man. Because, look, how many times have we showed up in studio oh, too disappointed? Many. Too many times. Not today, boys. Not today. <laughs> Not today, boys. Hey, we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to be back in the studio again next week, man. It's just a great feeling to see, you know, Coach Mike McDaniel, first-year coach, coming in here, Find a way to get a win to get into the playoffs. All that matters is getting into the dance. Once you get in the dance, anything can happen. So I'm, 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 I'm ecstatic, man. I'm, I really am happy about the way we've done things and, and gotten it done today, no matter what. People can say whatever they want. You know how I many people sit here and say, <laughs> oh, you know what, but it doesn't look good. It's, it, you know, we, did, we got in, we backed. Are you kidding? We didn't back in. We won our way in, first and foremost, right? Second of all, it doesn't matter how good it looks. But the, the playoff experience we're going to get, and we don't, we're not afraid of Buffalo. We're not afraid of anybody. We got nothing to lose. We're playing with house money for the rest of this series. Probably play Buffalo better than almost any team you've we're played We're playing with house money the rest of the series. You know what I mean? So, we yeah. So Especially we're, in we're the last to go. five weeks to play about playing Buffalo better. And we'll, we'll talk a lot, a lot about that game here in the second hour of the show. But I do want to kind of go over what we just saw out there. And, Juice, you touched on the point I wanted to get to was, you know, the feeling behind this victory. And I'm not going to tell a fan how to fan. Do your own thing right. when it comes to being a fan of your football team. But I strongly agree with everything you just said about, like, 
this is what you're here for. You're here to get to the playoffs, to play important football games when they come down to the wire here like we just saw. And, you know, what's the alternative? To lose today and be just absolutely miserable at the fact that we lost six games in a row to end the season and miss the postseason? No, you don't want that. And Buffalo's about to put the finishing touches on the Patriots here. That's what I wanted to see. And my big takeaway from the game in general, and I want to hear what you guys think about this as well, was that in a game where you, Juice, they were down. They were they were down. I mean, the quarterback, third string. They, you know, Brandon Shell exits the game. They have to shuffle the offensive line. Liam Eichenberg gets hit when you come into the game with no Kendall Lamb, no Teron Armstead. Austin Jackson's been gone for a while. Like the offensive line, the court, just everything is so banged up. But you know what they didn't yeah. do today? They didn't turn the football over and they didn't make critical errors. Well, early on there were some errors that cost them points. I think but they didn't make the big ones in the important moments, and that's, to me, why they come away with an 11-6 victory. Yeah, 1,000%, man. I mean, honestly, you have to play a clean game in situations like this. You know, and what we don't even talk about a lot with here is, look, the Jets had really nothing to play for except for a better draft position, and they still came out and played their played hard, you know. Our guys, knowing that, we went out there and we, we did what we had to do. And – you know, we can make it as many excuses as we want. The injuries are always a part of it. But at the same time, though, I think coming into this game, the Jets were down three offensive linemen on the third-string quarterback and things like that. But you got to find a way to win, man. And, and our, our team, we talked about this in our group, in our group tax with us. You know, it really was on the defense. And the defense went out there, honestly, and did what they had to do. You know, no turnovers either way. You know, we didn't turn over either way. I wish we had turned them over a couple times. You know, but at the same time, though, they went out there and they shut them down, you know, kept them out of the end zone. So, Travis, man, you're right, man. It's like this team, after everything that's happened to them the last five weeks, whole month of December, the first week of uh, January, goes out there and finds a way to get a big win at home. And no matter what, it's, it's, we're 0-0 right now. We're 0-0 right Just now. Just like everybody else. Matter. Damn right. And who knows who we get back next week. That's a conversation for later on in the week. But, I mean, you know, head coach Mike McDaniel this week had mentioned that he he felt all three Teron Armstead, Xavier Howard, and Bradley Chubb last week were close to going in that game. Teron obviously didn't go today, but you get Chubb and X back, and what a difference both those guys made. In fact, I want to go to you for this one, Seth, because, uh, you know, we talked about the defense playing this, this game the way it did, and you made a good point earlier about Xavier Howard's presence, and they went after him in this game. I mean, rookie Garrett Wilson, that guy can play man he's a he's a good receiver but they went after x with him and and, you know there was a couple of plays but you had a point about x's presence and what it means to this defense well first of all the respect right and there's a reason there's a c on his chest and everything else but when x was out there how deep are you going into your roster into that cornerback room and that defensive back room and so even though he didn't have his best game and even though x has set the bar so high we've seen the 10 interception seasons we've seen the all pro seasons and and that wasn't the performance that you expect from him even though as you said that kid that he's going against on the other side is a really good player. I mean, he's one of the most prolific, I think the most prolific season for a Jets rookie receiver in the history of the franchise. He's their waddle, basically. Uh, Yeah, and regardless, who made those big plays there at the end when they were trying to get in field goal position, right? You know, Flacco's flustered. He's he's (laughs) He's calling for, yeah, he's chucking it. He's begging the refs to call a penalty, and, and X all of a sudden is saying, no, there's no more over here. But it allowed you... Keon Crossing also becomes your third corner. He's not your starter, and you're just going to the well to see who you can – so I, I think every one of those guys is important. Has he ever played in the playoffs? Has Xavier Howard been in a playoff game? His first year, 2016. So, I mean, think about that. A player yeah. – you know, 
I want to go back to the bigger picture here, and it's what you talked about, Juice, is that people wanted the cool points or the style points or how you got in. I asked the question on Twitter at the, at the end of the last game and said, look, if they – you know, everyone's frustrated now, but if they win next week and win their way into the playoffs, does that change your perception? And for some people that wouldn't be good enough. Right. But for most fans, and I think for the folks that were out here screaming and you knew it meant something to them, it's all about getting to the playoffs. It doesn't matter anymore. Yes, you're the seventh seed instead of the one or the two or whatever that may be, but you're in there. How many teams, they're done. How many teams are never going to see the same players in, the, in, uh, in their locker room again? How many, how many fans don't have a game to watch that matters to them next week? This is what we're in this business for, guys. And it's a playoff. It's a this was a playoff yeah, game, it right? Because right. you lose and go home, <laughs> but you win cents. and you advance and you go to the next one. People can say they backed uh, backed in. Yes, you needed Buffalo to win, but if you didn't win this game, you don't make it. And they won the game. It wasn't pretty. You can look at the score and say it was a baseball score or whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter because they're in the playoffs. And about, I don't know, maybe 10,000, 20,000 fans or so hung out here at the end of this uh, Buffalo game that just went final up in Buffalo to take out the Patriots and knock them out of the postseason and launch Miami into that seven seed like you mentioned. And I, I want to keep going on that point you just mentioned there, Seth, because like, and, and you touched on it in the beginning as well, you know, how are we going to turn our noses up at playoff appearances? Right. 2016, 2008. That's the last two times this team made the playoffs, and before that it was 2001. So in the last two decades, you've made it two times. Now it's three. That's a 50% increase. I'll take a playoff season any day of the week. I don't know. That's just kind of where I come down on it. But, I mean, yeah. I, I just can't imagine what complaining about for? this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's weird to me. I, don't, I guess I have no out on this argument, but I just want to say, like, Third time in 20 years. We should be happy about that, Juice. Dude, it is the first goal, obviously, is win your division. Second goal is to get into the playoffs. No matter how you get in there, you know what I mean? Win your division gets you in automatically, but then you've got to try to wait, find a way to get into the playoffs, no matter how it is. Look, man, I'm going to tell you this. One thing I loved about the playoffs, and these players probably love it too, it starts off with getting playoff checks. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love more, when he goes there. It's every time I love it. Juice. One more check, we go. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna fund their four hundred one k's. You know what I mean? And so, bottom line is, you know, and then you get this playoff experience. No matter what, you got to get this playoff experience. You can't sit here. You know, we talked about, and Coach McDaniel talked about playoff atmosphere back at San Francisco and creating that atmosphere. Now it's real. Today was a playoff game. Seth and I did our fist fights. It was one, one game season. One game but, season. But it was a playoff game. Another playoff game coming up no matter what, man. And I'm, you know, these guys, are, like I said, they're playing with house money, man, and getting in is, is half the battle. We've seen other teams. We've seen other teams go on runs. Most of them were playing a lot better football. Yeah. But so what? Who knows what type of football we're going to play in the next few weeks? You know, look at, look, at, look, look at what the Giants did when they went on their playoff run. Exactly. You know, on the road, on the road. on the, There's a lot of teams that have done that. We're a team right now that have nothing to lose. So we're going to go out there and play, as you know what, to the wall. That, qu- that quarterback goes out there today for the other team in green. His playoff run, they were 7-6 and six that year, and it was looking like the end of days. And they, like you said, Juice, they got hot. And then Flacco had literally the best postseason I think any quarterback's ever had that right. year. I don't know if you guys recall that, but he just was unconscious that With, that with a great defense. With a great defense doesn't hurt. But you, <laughs> to your point, though, there are teams that have made that run where it's like you get in December barely over 500, and then you make a push. And the Dolphins kind of did the opposite of that. But they get in, and like you said, they have a chance to play now next weekend. And who knows? Who knows what's available to them? Uh, Waddle left the game late there with an injury. Mostert did not return with an injury he had. We talked 
talked about <laughs> uh, Brandon Shell going down. Yeah. It is a comedy of of that list yeah. is is yeah. outrageous right now. We'll see what they have available next week, but. But there they is have a next week. next week. There, there is a next week. Right, <laughs> there is a and, next week. And I don't week. care how they got here at this point because you can't go backwards. You're gonna, you're gonna, well, you know what, guys? I think Mike McDaniel's calling the league and saying, you know, we thought about this as a team and we don't think we deserve right. to be here. We're going to turn this bowl game down. If yeah, so you if you feel it. like that as a fan, <laughs> I, I, look, I'm not going to tell anybody how to fan, but – that, that's crazy to me. Look, Jacksonville, they're 9-8. and eight. Granted, they won five in a row, but they're 9-8 and eight as a division winner. You think that they feel badly about being 9-8 and eight and going into the playoffs? The Bucks are 8-9. and nine. <laughs> You know, you think you think Tom Brady is going to say, hey, guys, I've done this a lot, yeah, doesn't count. and this, is, this, this isn't the way to do it, so let's just throw in the towel? No. No. This is what you do this for. And they did it, and they found a way. They had a seventh-round quarterback. Yes. That, you know, if he didn't have the preseason he had, he probably would be on the practice squad, right? But yet, right. But, but he had the preseason we that he him, had. Protected the, him. The, the staff believed in him. The players believed in him. His numbers aren't going to put him in the Hall of Fame after this game, but he found a way to lead the team. They won the game. The defense that has been much maligned. There were a couple of those drives where we said, this, yeah. these are the drives. You know, they got the ball back with nine minutes. So these are the drives that have been have broken our back the last five weeks and really all season in any game that you lost, they found a way to get it done. And I think that matters this time of the year, Juice. Yeah. It, it absolutely does. It puts you into a position where only, you know, only 14 of the league's 32 teams get to be right now. And I would be remiss if we didn't mention his name in this segment because we're going to go ahead and take our first break. But how about some love for Jason Sanders, who went 3-for-3 three three today and hit the game-winning field goal from 50 yards out, only his second field goal of 50-plus yards this season. I don't know if you guys saw him on the field after he uh, after the kickoff and the touchback. or It wasn't a touchback. It was ruled a touchback, although Barrios ran it out. But he was kind of gesturing over to the crowd that he was pretty fired up and uh, that's that's one of my guys i love me some jason sanders uh you know i do today mi- mixing it up in the cafeteria he's just one of the guys you hey, for. he's a good dude hey, so pass me the salt jason sanders my guy <laughs> yeah, pass me the salt three field goals <laughs> and it's the enough for the dolphins victory and enough for the playoffs so we've got game balls we've got drive of the game we've got mike mcdaniel and skylar thompson audio and game balls what is that it's been a while. We have Tell game balls to hand is, out. Uh, we have a drive of the game with no touchdown, and we have game balls with no touchdown. It's going to be tough to do. We'll figure it out. That's coming up next here on the Dolphins Post Game Show, driven by Gunther Mazda. You've got to get to Gunther Mazda in Fort Lauderdale to experience a new Mazda SUV on 441, just north of I-595, or visit GuntherMazda.com. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium. I'm laughing because it's a funny one. Dolphins 11, Jets 6. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppressal and Council Oak, and much, much more. Only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. Let's go ahead and get now to our key player of the game in this Dolphins 11-6 victory, sponsored by Ed Morse. When you buy from Morse, you're backed by Morse with the price protection promise from Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall. And in a game where the Dolphins never trailed, and that was a big part of the ingredients, running the football was certainly an important thing today. And we saw the running backs go for 72 and 71 yards combined, respectively. Jeff Wilson Jr., Raheem Mostert, uh, what is that, Seth, 143 yards? That's math. I know how to do that stuff. <laughs> they had 162 uh, rushing yards. Carry the one. You got to make sure you carry the Led one, dog. I, I saw him shaking his head when I gave the stats. Like, that's not right. But I was, that was, I was easy math, though. I, <laughs> it easy was. Math. There's no carrying the one. That's exactly right. We're giving the, the, pl- the key one. players, players uh, of the game, the Dolphins running backs. So let's go ahead and hear from this run from Raheem Mostert. Smythe uh, to the right side of the formation. Mostert, the running back. They give it to Mostert. Mostert puts his head down, knocks a couple of Jets defenders down, and has got out to the 44-yard line. Tony Adams is the one that hung on for dear life to finally get him to the ground. How many times over the last few weeks have we watched Mostert break tackles and keep plays alive? Joe, he knocked. This good, strong run and knocked. 14 yards. He knocked Jordan Whitehead on his behind. So, Juice, I know no receiver ever wants to run the football, but after a guy does something like that, are you going back to the huddle like, run the football, guys, let's go? Nope, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell you this, though. I, we, this, Big Seth and I were talking about the other day, when Lamar Smith was running downhill and doing his thing in that playoff game, we beat the Colts back in the day. I was, I was so happy blocking, you know what I mean, when you're seeing running backs run like that and, and that effort. When they're doing that, you make sure you do your job. And I was up in the uh, in the alumni suite. I always drop that, you know what I mean, because I'm, <laughs> I'm an alumni. But a, a good friend of mine, you know, Nick Novak, was like, he's running angry. Yeah. He was running. I, I've never seen him run that angry, and it was impressive, man, the way he was running downhill. And, that, that you know, a couple, couple of those runs were like breaking tackles, sh- shoulders north and south, you know what I mean, and going and get it. A lot of these running backs get a little cute sometimes, and they want to, you know, make, try to make guys miss. You get more yards straight ahead if you want to lower your head a little. Not lower your head, but, you know, lower your shoulders and get north and south, and then hopefully these guys miss and these guys bounce off them a little bit. It was nice. Nice to see. I was glad to hear Joe Rose on the call there mention that the last few weeks he's had a couple of those runs, and it, it seems to fire up the offense. And, you know, Seth, in a day where, you know, you mentioned the third-string quarterback into the game and, and doing all he can to keep things going, uh, you had to run the ball today. And you mentioned 162 yards on the ground, 11 for 71 for Raheem. That's 6.5 yards per, uh, per carry. And Jeff Wilson, 16 for 
172 is four and a half. And again, to run it against a front like that that knows you have to run the ball, it's a little bit of a statement for the Dolphins running game to come out here and have that kind of performance. It is a statement, but the Jets also have been susceptible to giving up some rushing yards, you know, and so it's like you had to do it not only right. to to milk the clock, not only to protect your young quarterback, to maybe help your uh, offensive line that is a little banged up and shifting around, but also other teams have found success doing that. And so you had to find a way to do it. And I also am encouraged by that because you're heading into the playoffs. You're going to play in some cold weather there. And this is the time of the year where you have to get the running game going. And so it was just you knew you needed to do it. They knew you needed to do it, and you were still able to do it. And It was the two-headed monster, and, yeah, it was really exciting to see. Yeah, and on top of that, Big Seth, you talked about that. Getting the running game is so important, man. When you get to the playoffs, which we are, if, if, <laughs> if nobody noticed, we're in the playoffs. Running game, it travels. You, you right. know, we're traveling. We're going to be traveling this, this playoff season. And it's good to have the running game intact when you're going to have these situations. And to see our guys lowering their shoulders and, 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 and getting these extra yards, it's super important, man. They get it. They get it. When you've got a young quarterback in the game, like we talked about, running game becomes ultra, uber important. And so let's, let's figure that out. You know what I mean? And today was one of those days where those guys went out there and did what they're supposed to do. Look, the numbers, like we talked about, I mean – Getting it done is getting it done. 4.5 yards of carry and 6.5 yards of carry. You can't ask for more than that from a run game. That's what you want from those guys. And that, that put us in manageable downs, situations where our quarterback can go out there and make some plays on shorter third downs, but also giving us some space. How many times do we need space? But I'm going to tell you this, the, the, the Jets punter, he, he punted his butt off. Wow. Does he have, like, lead – it, it was unbelievable what guy. he did. It, it was hang time and it was distance. You know what I mean? And placement. And placement. Everything. Pinning it. Everything about it. So for us to get some running room or some space, it really worked out well with our running backs being able to get us out of harm's way for a little bit. And then Armstead can change. We can change our own field position with that. Yeah, shorten the game as well. I mean, the Dolphins what was a time of possession in this game. I think the Dolphins had favored it pretty strongly, didn't they? Thirty-five minutes to twenty-four minutes or to yeah. twenty-four yeah. and a half minutes for yep. the Jets. And you know, to that point, you talk about running the ball when when the Jets knew it was coming and when, when you had to get it done. That final drive, the, I mean, the game-winning field goal drive, it, this is not going to sound impressive, but stay with me. Two-yard run, one-yard run, one-yard run, one-yard run, but then a seven-yard run from Savon Ahmed on second and nine put the Dolphins down to the 30, uh, 31-yard line in the third and two. They lost yards in the third and two run, but I think if you don't get that positive yards from Ahmed there, you have to put the ball in the air, and who knows what happened. So the ability right. to run the ball in those situations was so crucial, again, especially late there, and the Dolphins found a way to win really on the backs of their running backs because what was the passing game today? I didn't even get a chance to see it. Yeah, we, it was, You're it was asking minimal. a lot of stat questions that we're not prepared <laughs> yeah, for it was right minimal. It was minimal. What's the question? 152 uh, passing today for the Dolphins. Or that's that's Skyler's number anyway. 20 for 31, a right. buck 52. But a couple big, yeah, 140 net couple, a couple big throws, though, man. What, what about the one? Throws. No turnovers. Yeah, that was the big Protecting the rock. That's what it is. Protect I was the rock. worried, though, at times, though, bro. I mean, we got to get – I'd rather be worried throwing. than sick over the results. <laughs> got to throw the ball in time a little bit better. But I'm not going – we're not bashing Skyler today, you know. It, it's like – you get these opportunities out there, and bottom line is, look, they, they crowded the line of scrimmage. They did a great job of taking away our receivers, you know. So, Skyler, they were going to make Skyler beat us, but they weren't going to let they weren't gonna let Tyreek beat him. We found Jalen late, you know what I mean. The, the tight ends had a, a, had a different impact on the game, and it's good to see Kasiki have some, some big plays for us too. 
But I'm going to tell you this, man. It was Skyler's job not to lose today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think he did a good job of that. His, his, his ability to move out of pocket was, was yeah. good. And they I mean, it today. He, he had to. He had to. Throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. Live to play another down. You know what I mean? The, the, like we talked about, and I talked about our group little chat, the onus today was definitely on the defense. It was on the defense. Yep. The defense did their job. They did their job. Offense, we could have, of course, you know, afforded. We could have used some more points, but the defense had to pitch a shutout like you were talking Pretty about. Much, yeah. But a six-point game was close enough to a shutout, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, he, did, he did his job, and the guys did enough around him with the run game, big plays when we needed them to keep us in, you know, in, in contention or in field goal range. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a good showing in this situation today. I was, I was happy with it no matter what. They fe- the bottom line is this, you know, they did what they needed to do to get a dub. And I think the, and our head man, Mike McDaniel, coached away to get it. I got a text message in the middle of the game like they're playing not to lose. They should have played that way. You have to. You got to play. You got to you got to stay in this game as long as you can to win it at the end. Exactly. Period. I don't want to ask you who texted you that, but did they not see the first possession of the game where on their own 50 they go for it on fourth and whatever? Yeah. Like that's pretty yeah. good. I, I be honest with you, I would have been happy for them to punt it away there and be yeah. conservative. And a, a fourth yeah. and five rush yeah. attempt. That that's exactly as well. right. Yeah. I thought they were pretty aggressive given the circumstances. I also yeah. love the way to that point, Juice, how they, to me, they really manufactured that second field goal, the opening drive of the second half with all the jet sweeps and the pop passes and the reverse action. I mean, they were just going into the bag as far as like the trickery and it worked. It got him from the 10-yard line. They were like mayonnaise right there. <laughs> yeah. And it got him down in a situation to kick that field goal, which at the time kind of felt like it might be a game winner because at that yeah. point the Jets' offense was, you know, more lifeless than, than what Yeah, Dolphins we didn't even talk about that reverse to Mostert. That was, out. That was a beautiful, play in the beautiful game. call. Massive, sure. massive play in the game. Sure. So, you know, and I think if you had played – you talk about playing to – you know, a more conservative style. If you play that way last week, maybe you get that victory too because right. you don't get the pick six on, on the other side of the ball. So but we don't care about last week. We don't care week. about last week, but I, it was in the back of my mind that I'd bring it up. And then also, last thing before we get out of here on this uh, segment, how about the, the quarterback not named Tua starting a game and finishing the game? And that's a testament to Skylar Thompson's toughness because that dude was taking a beating back there uh, behind some really good pass rush of the New York Jets. So big, big props all around. And so we got off the topic there, but your key players of the game, Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem <laughs> Mostert, sponsored by Ed Morse. The Edmore Sawgrass Auto Mall backs every vehicle they sell because if it has their name on it, you have their word on it. Dolphins postgame is also driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. The final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 11, Jets 6. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. This is the official Miami Dolphins Radio Network, where Dolphins fans live. Tomorrow afternoon, Hawk and Crowder are talking Dolphins. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Make more good in the all-new Sportage X Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive and available 360-degree surround view monitor. No mission is too small to take on. It's been way too long since we last did this. The (laughs) Dolphins get a victory here and clinch a spot in the 2023 playoff bracket. Let's go ahead and hand out some game balls. Yes! This is a team moment, okay? That's a big, big win for this team. This game ball is for the team. But I gotta say this, enjoy the victory, but we gotta come prepared next week, man. Every team has to strap up against us, and that's all we wanted. There's something special about this unit, and today is a prime example. Tyreek Hill, game ball. Hey, how about Tua? Tua, get in here and break us down. 
Radio Network. Everybody's getting a game ball. <laughs> that new? That might be new. No, that's a pretty good one there. That was right there for you, buddy. That was pretty good. <laughs> game balls, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off this week on the game balls. I'm going to go ahead and put it on the right foot of Jason Sanders. All Your the, guy. All the kicking puns. My guy himself in the flesh. Three successful field goals today. How long were they? One was from 50. I don't know the other ones, but he made three field goals, and it put the Dolphins into the postseason because they needed every single one of those ones to get themselves into the victory circle today, into the winner's circle, and they come up big-time winners thanks to Jason Sanders, who had a tough season this year, but when it mattered the most, when they strapped it up at the end there, he puts it through the uprights from 50 yards and puts the Dolphins back in the playoffs for the first time since 2016. What say you, Juice? Who's your game ball? Man, you know what? My game ball goes out to a guy that I've been wanting to give the game ball to every (laughs) single week. And most of it comes on effort. Today, it's not just effort, but it's a couple big plays, right? So my my game ball goes out to Jalen Phillips once again. I think think he's been that guy for me a couple times this year. Only a couple tackles, Big Seth. They were big tackles. Four quarterback hits, a tackle for loss, always disruptive, down the field, relentless in his pressure and and, and energy. Jalen Phillips is becoming that guy, and I said this to a bunch of people. I was around a bunch of killer bees today in the uh, the alumni suite, and I said, this guy right here is one of the best defenders I've seen around here in a long time. How was that received? Yeah, good question. They were cool with it. <laughs> old guys don't t- they don't accept the young guys. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> they they, were cool. they but they were cool. With it. They Not were bad cool. for a guy whose name doesn't yeah, start with exactly B. Exactly right. Okay. It wasn't a B. If it had been a B, they'd been good with it. Right. You know? Right. But yeah, Jalen Phillips, man, is he's coming. He's he's coming into his own. He's becoming that guy that we can count on week in, week out. No matter what, whether there's numbers or not, the effort is it never stops. You know what I mean? And ask Joe Flacco. Four quarterback hits, <laughs> yeah. how much yeah. if he knows what number fifteen looks like. I guarantee it's he does. Probably imprinted on his jersey. So that's why my yeah, it. that's why my guy for a game ball is Jalen Phillips. I gave a game ball to my guy. Man, the way Joe Flacco was getting those passes out under pressure, like I it felt like there was gonna be a turnover so many times in that game and it just uh, never no, happened. Uh, but Jalen no. Phillips in his I, face. I'm curious the total QB hits for the whole team uh, next time we come back to you, Juice, because they were all over him all day <laughs> Travis long. Travis will hit Give you up now stats. with some stats, stats that you don't expect. Don't Ten of them, Travis. Ten, that's a, Ten great, of that's them. a great day for the Dolphins pass rush. Let's go ahead and finish off with the guy that usually gets the stats here. He's he's a kind of our go to uh, statistician, our go to press conference. Go, go to what? what was that word? Go to all these things. The <laughs> First truth. of all, Joe Flacco has all off season to rest up and ice up and so on for those ten hits, so he'll be okay. What you got? I'm going to go with the other number 19 who got confused for Joe Flacco in the press box there by our PA announcer early on in the game. Skylar Thompson gets my game ball. Now, you might be saying, wait a second. Hold on. You can't get a game ball to a, in an 11-6 to game to the starting quarterback. But you brought up point number one, is that he's the first guy not named Tua Tungavailoa to suit up at quarterback and start a game and finish a game and come away victorious, right. guys. So that cannot be underlooked, as a uh, former Dolphins head coach might say here. Underlooked. I'll let you figure out who, who that was. That mm. one's for Neil Golkis, who's driving home. <laughs> but Skylar Thompson, uh, uh, you know, you want to say playing not to lose. Skylar's job was to go in there and, and operate 
run the offense, get the guys out of the huddle, and most importantly, not make mistakes. Right. And there were a couple moments where maybe it came close. I'm with you, Juice. There were times where we heard everybody in the press box screaming, Hill's open, Waddle, Waddle. Waddle's open, and you want to get They were screaming the in the press box? Yeah, they've, uh, all rules were, were wow. yeah, yeah, completely okay. violated. Okay. Yeah, completely okay. violated. But the point <laughs> is he didn't make decisions that were going to be costly for this team. Yep. There were opportunities for big plays that didn't get hit, but he didn't make costly mistakes. And ultimately, I'll take a game manager if all you need is one victory and you have other guys on this team that can make plays to win for you. And he was getting knocked around there. I don't know how many quarterback hits. Hey, Juice, how many quarterback hits did we get against us? <laughs> right, yeah, I'll tell you that one too. Big seven <laughs> Sky- right now. <laughs> so Skyler was getting knocked around pretty good. About 10 there that way too. <laughs> and there a couple of them might have been like right on the edge, right there to the whistle. Potent- you know, maybe a quarterback that had a little bit more success in this league under his belt might have gotten some penalties there called against the other team but he just kept getting up and he never wavered and he was tough and his team didn't give up on him his coaching staff didn't give up on him and he walks away victorious and here's something else that's pretty cool uh, you know now i could be totally wrong here and i'll double check this with <laughs> brett brett Heisen, sure but i went back and the history of this franchise in drafting quarterbacks the only quarterback who was drafted in a lower round that has started and won a game for the Miami Dolphins was David Woodley, and he was drafted in the eighth round, but that was pick number 214. Skyler was pick number 247. So he is the lowest pick in the history of this franchise at the quarterback position to line up and come away with a victory. And if we ever needed a victory, it was today because he wins and he puts his team into the playoffs. Did I understand that correctly? He was drafted a round earlier, but later overall? Right. There's 32 teams now. When David Woodley played, less teams, less picks. You didn't have the compensatory picks, everything else. So 247 versus 214. Now, it's right until somebody (laughs) proves me wrong. So, you know, Sarni or somebody could go look it up and tell me that I'm completely wrong here. Either way, when you drafted him in the seventh round, you thought it was a throwaway pick. Did you think that your playoff hopes – would be on his shoulders and playing the hardest position to play in all of sports. He didn't make a big mistake. He made enough plays. I thought his escapability was really impressive. There were plays that didn't become, you know, something overly productive, but they also didn't become disastrous. Well, yeah. You know what, too, man? You think about a guy that had an impressive preseason, was thrust into action, you know, sometime in the middle of the season, and then, of course, in this game right here, and it kind of comes full circle because what we saw from from Skyler in the preseason, we thought it could be a guy that could win us a game or two if we needed him. And sure enough, Seth, great great game ball right there. You got a kid that, hell, was a four, four-year captain, four-year starter in college that, you know, it kind of gets it, you know. And so now, you know, he gets an opportunity. And today he's not he, – he, he made a comment this week about – all he's got to do is go out there and be Skylar Thompson. Right. He went out there and he was Skylar Thompson. He was Skylar Thompson. Managed the game and, and made, a, made an opportunity for us to go out there and win a football game. Didn't make the big mistake, which is what young guys usually do. He did a good job of making sure we won this football game. Yeah, and to that point, I mean, like, it's, it's obvious that 
not turning the football over is a big deal. But like Seth mentioned, all the pressure, all the times he was able, like you said, his capability to get outside the pocket and just throw the ball away and not take a negative, that was kind of the difference in the game by all intents and purposes by the way the game played out from the Dolphins' offensive perspective and the Jets' offensive perspective. So, yeah, tip of the cap to him. And like you mentioned, a rookie that coming into the season, you had Tua, who's your quarterback, one. Teddy, who clearly signed to be the backup quarterback. Like, most teams only carry two quarterbacks. He had to go out there and play his butt off in August to even get himself onto the football team, and here he comes full circle to put the bookend on the year to take the Dolphins into the winner's circle and into the postseason again for the first time since 2016. I'm going to tell you this, Travis, all the guys are happy that he's there to get him that playoff check, maybe. That's right. <laughs> the playoff check. That's worth a game ball, isn't it? <laughs> some guys, the check ain't as big for, you know what I mean, but some of these other guys that are on the lower echelon <laughs> of, right. the, of, the, of the salary cap, that, that's a big check. You think Cater Cohu's not saying, hey, Boy, paper, I appreciate that a little what? bit. I don't even know what it is anymore, but I bet it's, it's a bonus no matter what. That's my favorite running bit I think we do. We have lots of bits in the show, but that's my favorite one. The, the, is that? the paychecks. Like, the, just him talking about money is my favorite thing. No, okay. Hey, people play for different reasons, Travis. People Mark Dixon by, used to say, I don't care why you're motivated on Sunday, just, just be, be motivated. motivated. Be motivated. Man, the Dolphins are plenty motivated today to get this victory. We'll hear from quarterback Skylar Thompson next. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Mazda for Car buying down your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 11, Jets 6. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 Sports WQAM. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. So next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Tecron. Find a station near you on the Chevron app. Let's go ahead and throw it down to Skylar Thompson, who met with the media after today's win. It feels amazing. Um, Throughout this whole entire year for this entire football team, um, to experience the things that we experienced and to finish it like this, pretty special. Um, And I think it speaks volumes about type of guys we got in our locker room um, and the willing to fight, you know, and that's something that I've prided myself on my entire life is fighting. And I felt like that game today was a definition of, of just fighting. Um, wasn't always pretty, um, you know, but we did, did what we had to do to win and made the plays we needed to to win. And that is all that matters. And I am very grateful to, grateful to stand up here. Um, and be part of this team and to have the opportunity that I did today. It was it was special and uh, meant a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, we had to take care of business, so I, I wasn't paying attention to that at all until obviously after the game, seeing it. Um, and it just gives you butterflies, man, um, to... Um, have the opportunity to go to the playoffs. It's something that we've talked about for a long time around here. And 
what it's been 23 years um, since we've we've been in playoffs, and so um, that's that's something that we've we've set a, a large goal to to accomplish this year. And like I said, just the the adversity that we faced um, overcoming what we have to get to this point is is something to be very proud of and is very special. Can you take us into the locker room? What was it like? Uh, did you give out any game balls? What happened? Yeah, game balls for everybody. <laughs> so um, everybody was part of this win and from top to bottom. And, you know, that's that's what's so cool is everybody is just so happy for one another um, to see each other succeed. Everybody's making plays. And that's something that, you know, that I try to just – preach before the game is just to trust the guy next to you trust trust the preparation that we've put in um and go make plays for the guy next to you and and trust whenever it comes down to the wire we're going to make a play and we're going to win the game and having a having a one play at a time um mindset is what i had all day today it was just one play at a time okay one one play is over what's the next play what's the call what's my read go through it and execute it the best that i can to give us a chance to win and um we did that at the end of the day and that's it's awesome. Do you leave here thinking that you're, you know, it's a long week ahead, but do you leave here thinking you're going to be starting the playoff game? You know, I'm just trying to, I'm soaking this in as much as I can right now. Um, I have no idea what that's going to look like. Uh, there'll be something for, you know, a couple of days from now, whatever that looks like. Um, it's, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this. It, it's important to, to celebrate stuff like this uh, for the time being and, and soak it all in, and that's what I'm going to do. Line of this year for you. Your last game of your rookie season is your first start, and it puts your team into the playoffs. I mean, could you, could you have your first, I'm, I'm sorry, not your first start, your first victory, your first win as a starter, and it puts your team into the playoffs. I mean, I mean, could you even have scripted it? You know, like, yeah. No, no. I mean, it's crazy. Um, but one thing that I've just held true to myself all year through, you know, because I've had my own ups and downs, and it's been a um, a crazy journey for me this year and just the experiences and situations that I've experienced and um, hasn't always been pretty, hasn't always been perfect, um, but I believe everything that I went through set me up and prepared me for this moment and I had so much confidence coming into this game because looking back at this year, it's like what what have I not not experienced, you know? I'm, I'm ready for this, I'm built for this and I prepared for this my whole life, so um I just got to be be myself, have fun out there, and let the game come to me. And I truly felt like I did that today. Skylar, where do you feel like momentum is with this team? It's been a really streaky year for you guys. It seems like either win or lose, and then go on that string. What's it feel like right now? Do you feel like you guys can get something going here when it matters the most? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, that, that that's something that we're, we're working through as a team is not getting too high, not getting too low, staying right in between, you know, and – that, that that's that's key for us to to get where we want to get to, and um, I think this is a great great opportunity for us, you know, to, to get back in the win column, get some momentum going. Guys, guys are confident. Seeing seeing a win and feeling a win is important, and especially going into the playoffs, um, going to Buffalo, which is a very good football team, um, we're going to be confident, and I and I believe we've been confident all year, and. Um, it's, it's great momentum for us moving forward. So, it's going to be one play could decide it. It's going to be low scoring. One mistake could decide it. Is that what? What? Do you, what do you, as you're going through, what are you thinking as far as the, managing that, making sure you don't make that mistake, yeah. and, and getting them and setting it up just to 
field goals if you had to. Yeah, well, not not thinking about not making a mistake, you know. Um, my mindset was just to take care of the football, you know. It, it's having positive – there's ways of saying that in a positive way to where, um, you know, it, it's not uh, a playing scared type thing where it's just taking what the defense gives us, trusting our defense. Our defense played so well today. Um, special teams, everything, trusting that everybody's going to do their job. And all I got to do is put us in position to score. Um, if that is field goals, if that is touchdowns, whatever the case may be, it's just having that one play mentality, you know, that I was talking about. And, you know, I think that really helped me just manage the game and put us in a situation to win. Was there any one person, whether it's teammate, coach, relative, who helped put you in the right frame of mind before the start today? You know, I, I touched on this earlier in the year. Um, <clears throat> I have so many great people around me, <laughs> my family, my circle, uh, the people in my life uh, that I have are, are very special. And, you know, throughout this whole week, it wasn't like, you know, anybody was telling me, hey, you got to go be a hero. You got to go. You got to go save the season. You got to go do this. You got to go do that. It was just, hey, like you're prepared for this. You're built for this. And this opportunity, this this moment is what you've worked for and what you lived for your entire life. And I heard that from a multitude of people. And that just, you know, that, that kept me so calm and, and so just dialed into the process. You know, my, my college coach, Coach Kleiman, reached out to me, um, <clears throat> I want to say it was Wednesday, and just told, told me to trust my preparation and prepare. Um, you're going to win this game with your preparation. And that's something that he always told me in college. And, you know, my quarterback coach in college reached out to me, um, chatted a little bit last night. You know, it's just those people in my life that I have great relationships with. Um, that know me and I know them really well. Um, I got in contact with and just just talked, you know. Uh, I think the biggest thing uh, for me this week was that I've experienced the, the week of preparation as a starter. So I knew what to expect. I knew what it was going to look like. I knew what it took. And um, I felt very confident when I woke up this morning that today was going to be a good day. And it sure was. You walk us through that that last drive, obviously the, the penalty that on Waddle that you know when you got a horse collar was, was a big swing. But just what was that drive like for you all? Yeah, well, season's on the line, you know. And um, what's crazy is you would think that guys would feel the pressure, feel the you know get tight, get tight, and get you know anxious about making a play, you know. Uh, but I felt we were very loose, very calm in the huddle. We have great leadership, you know. Tyreek, Trent Sherfield, guys were speaking up. Hey, just. It's one play at a time, one play at a time, you know, and, and take it as it is, trust each other. We're going to do this. And, you know, that really helped me, you know, just uh, not trying to, to be a hero, just making a couple plays there, making a couple throws to get us in this situation to to have a chance to kick a field goal and win it. And Jason nailed it. So uh, it's a true definition, just trusting each other, trusting your brother. And guys uh, pulled through and, and did their job, and it's, it, it's, it's awesome. Did you watch Jason's field goal, or did you turn away? <laughs> I was pacing, um, but yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I had all the confidence in the world he was going to nail it, and um, he did. It was awesome. So there you go. There's Skylar Thompson after the Dolphins' 11-6 to victory, clinching a spot in the playoffs. Pretty cool story there for that young man, and to hear him talk that way about just the final drive, the field goal, all that fun stuff, his support group. Really cool to hear. We'll break it all down here coming up next with the truth. The press conference consigliere himself, Seth Levitt, <laughs> is here with us ready to break it down. Truth in he's the gonna, building. He's going to get about 14 more nicknames by the time we're done with all this stuff. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 11 
11, Jet 6. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. You're listening to Dolphins Football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. Joe Rose and Zach Krantz in the mornings. Hawk and Crowder in the afternoon. Nobody covers Dolphins like AM560 Sports WQAM. Our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's why Amerisafe is our official mortgage lender. Whether you want to refinance, get cash out, or purchase a new home, visit Amerisafe.com to lock in your low mortgage rate today. We heard from quarterback Skylar Thompson, his first victory as a starter in the National Football League, and it propels the Miami Dolphins into the postseason again for the first time since 2016. Big Seth, what do you think, man? What's your takeaways there from the Dolphins' rookie quarterback at the podium? post-game well he is a rookie and I'm glad you, you corrected it's the first time since 2016 that they've made the playoffs he said 23 years I think he was referring to the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game and hopefully we can talk about that next week but uh, you know it was just kind of cool to see a young guy with all the weight of the world on his shoulders even he try, even though he tried to make it feel like that wasn't the case for him to be able to stand up there and he said it it feels amazing this is everything he's worked for his entire life and he got that opportunity to go out there and he leaves today as the winning quarterback in the NFL for the Miami Dolphins to help the team get to the playoffs. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, the, the thing that maybe stood out the most to me was the mindset that he had coming in. Someone talked about, you know, did you, you, you just not want to make a mistake? And he said, I didn't want to look at it from a negative perspective. I didn't want to go out there and play scared and say, don't make a mistake. It was more about take care of the football, you know, take what the defense gives for you, gives to you. Obviously trust your own defense, which they played amazing today. And, again, that whole perspective of not playing scared. I like to hear that from him. And I don't think he did play scared, although I think there were moments that maybe he was a little bit hesitant. He wanted to protect the football, and clearly that was in the back of his mind all day. Um, He said something that I couldn't agree with more, is that seeing a win and feeling a win is important, especially this time of the year. And it has been over a month, fellas, (laughs) since any of us have seen a win or felt a win and if we feel that way, imagine how those guys who are busting their tails day in and day out preparing for this, you know, each and every game felt when, you know, there's a lot of good football players there. For th- so for them to see and feel and walk into the playoffs, because, again, that whole idea of backing into the playoffs, to me, if you lose your last game and get help and that propels you to get into the playoffs, then you've completely backed in. Yeah. They needed a win today. They won. And we heard from the starting quarterback, I thought he was great. He said the team made the plays they needed to all day, and ultimately that's all that matters. They made enough plays, really. Uh, I like the the fact that he felt it kind of gives you butterflies to experience that. And then he said, Juice, one of our favorite Travis Wingfield quotes that you'll ever get, game balls for everybody. Everybody gets a game ball. So he definitely is a protege of Coach Mike McDaniel and uh, our co-host here, Travis Wingfield, for sure. Trust the guy next to you. I I love how close this team is, Juice. You can really feel that. And and sometimes they tell you that, they're my brothers. I really feel that this is a close-knit team. I think you heard that. Trust the guys next to you. Travis, and I kind of missed it, you you mentioned that he heard that from two of his wideouts there on that final drive as well that they just this is what the preparation's been about trust your preparation trust the guy next to you so I thought that was super cool the one play at a, at a time mindset we saw that we definitely saw that all day and then you know they threw the question at him 
They threw the question at him, Juice. They tried are to you, bait him. Are you bait. prepared to be the starter going into this next game? He said, hey, I'm going to soak this all in right yeah, now. Yeah, leave guys. me alone right now. I could, yeah, you know, like, go ask somebody I'm else who's going to make that decision. Go on with that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to soak this in. He deserves to soak it all in. Enjoy it. Worry about that when you come back to the facility, whether it's tomorrow, Tuesday, whenever the heck that oh, is. Oh, it's got to be tomorrow. Yeah. Got to get ready, yeah, huh? Playoffs, could be, could man. Could be playing on Saturday, too. That's true. Could be yeah, a short week. Yeah, could be a short tomorrow. week. Juice, so, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I just – I mean, that was it. I thought he was great. Uh, you know, nothing earth-shattering. But I, I I, feel really happy about our team being in the playoffs. But I also feel very happy for that young sure. man. Sure. Yeah. We, we've talked about him a lot this year. He, he blew us away from, from the first preseason game of the year. And really in training camp, I thought he was pretty good back then as well. And, Juice, we got about one minute here, so I want to go to you quickly. Because Seth mentioned it, and there was – he, you know, Skyler had talked about – I think he's. I think he said it was Raheem Moster and Trent Sherfield were two of the guys that were kind of that calming presence in the huddle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he said anybody else, but I thought I heard those two names. Just curious to get your take on that and how important it is to have those vets out there and two guys that were in this offense previously. You know, two guys that came with McDaniel here to kind of calm the the ship there and get him down the field for that game winning. Absolutely, man. And and you know what? You got to feel the temperature. You know, how, see how your quarterback is handling the situation and if they need to be talked to or if they if you need to leave them alone. You know, trust me, as a rookie, I've, I've been talked to by veterans, but as a veteran, you know, you talk to some of the other young guys and you, you handle the situation accordingly. And that's good that he has some guys that, you know, obviously that he works with. You know, him and Sherfield, they probably work a lot together, right. you know, running scout and everything. They're, they're probably closer than him and, you know, Tyreek and Hilmer and Waddle are. So Sherfield's a guy that he could actually probably bounce things off of. But when you got a guy, you know, like, like Sherfield and like Moster down there saying, look, look, but it's your chance. Just relax. Do what you do. Do what you've been doing. Do what we did all week. We're going to be fine. And that's the thing. You rely on those guys all the time, man. And, and it's great to have a, a veteran presence or a friend presence in that huddle whenever you need them for whatever reason. And I think those guys came through big time for Absolutely. him Absolutely. Trent Scherfer, what a big signing he was this offseason to get yeah. him in here for the production and also just what he means to this team yeah. uh, from a leadership standpoint, like you mentioned. Plenty to come here still. Mike McDaniel press conference. We'll react to that as well. Drive of the game, out-of-town scoreboard. We'll also look ahead to the Buffalo Bills next week. In look, the at ahead, baby. look at ahead, baby. Look at ahead, baby. All of that coming up <laughs> in hour number two. Antennas up, game on. Score your favorite games and shows for free. Visit the freetvproject.org to learn about all the free programming waiting for you, including Miami Dolphins games. That's freetvproject.org. Dolphins post game is also driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. The final score here from Hard Rock. Stadium. Dolphins 11, Jet 6. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.